Well, hello, adventurers. Thanks for listening to The First Watch. The audio for this podcast is taken from our web show, so if you want the full visual experience with battle maps, our beautiful players' faces, and me making some, eh, questionable monster grimaces, you can find all the episodes on our YouTube channel via the link in the show notes. But we're so glad you're here and listening, and hope you enjoy the story. Now, on to the adventure. Previously, on the First Watch. In the southern part of the Kingdom of Alisan, two monster hunters, Hyde of Beast and Sikiathonthwe, took a contract to kill a troll that had been terrorizing loggers. Upon battling the troll, it began to speak to them in a language they did not comprehend, before being slain by the hunters. Perhaps just as disturbing, the contract put out by a mysterious benefactor required them to bring back parts of the troll but for what purpose, the hunters did not know. After returning to the town of Ferreth, the pair spent some time in town, visiting with various shopkeepers and Sikia's young acolyte friend, Mekin. They then took their next contract to hunt down a vicious pack of wolves. But when they arrived at the cave where the wolves had last been seen, Hyde and Sikia were surprised to discover not wolves, but wargs and a goblin den. After defeating the goblins and looting their bodies, they found a magic scroll containing a powerful Word of Recall spell, something shocking to find in the possession of a lowly goblin. They also found a cage containing a small grotesque creature. Sika used her magic to speak with the creature, and found out that it had been dragged here from the Abyssal Plain. The pair returned to the town, only to find it in shambles. Abyssal cracks had opened in the ground and pulled people through, including the young Meccan. After deducing the word of recall spell may be linked to these abyssal cracks and take them to somewhere they could stop this devastation, the pair and the cleric Erevin used the scroll and found themselves in a desolate and barren land far south. There they met Gamorg, the half-orc fighter who had been banished to this land some weeks prior. He described a cloaked figure in Ferreth who visited him in the night and sent him here after he had made too many inquiries as to who was wanting troll limbs from their contracts. The four of them traveled north until they came upon a burnt-out city, and within it, a throbbing, humming noise. They followed the noise to the center of the city and found a cloaked figure hunched over a macabre flesh golem. The figure bid them leave, at which point the voice of the boy Mekin was instantly recognizable. With him, a small demonic creature that had once taken the form of his pet frog but now revealed its true twisted nature. The party struck first, not allowing Mekin to expound upon his plans or actions. Mekin called forth hellhounds from the abyss to aid him, and while the battle was close, eventually Mekin was slain. The hellhounds drove off, and the small demonic creature vanished into the dark. The party quickly burned the body of the flesh golem to prevent it from being brought to life. After investigating the scene, they found a book detailing the return of the god of pestilence, Stiff, to the material plane. What Mekin was doing, how he was connected to Stiff, and how the party will get home is yet to be discovered.
Realm Shield. As you look around you, you can still kind of hear the bays of the Hellhounds as they are tearing away from you, preserving their lives. That's the last sound, though, as everything else is going quite still. The only other sound being the sound of Erevin, the halfling cleric, as he is rummaging frantically through books and papers, trying to find anything to give him clue as to what may have happened. What do you do? I'm going to go to the body of Mekin. Is he dead? He is dead. Can can we find a way to talk to him, perhaps? Does anyone have this sort of magic? I mean, I could do it, Seeking. just not today. Hmm. Will it work on another day, or does it have to be while the body is still warm? You hear Erevin kind of call out without even looking at you. Don't touch him. He needs burial. Just leave the boy be. And continues to work through everything. Hmm. I'll be back. And I climb on Luna. Okay. And I'm going to go outside and just kind of do a, um, a circle around the perimeter, see if I see anything. Okay. Maybe a city. I don't know. I'm just yeah. looking for whatever I can find. Roll a perception check. Um, not with advantage, because this is just sight-based, and so Luna's not helping with smell or anything like that. She's a, she's just a really big horse. <laughs> At the moment. Perception? Yes. Well, that's not a great roll. Um, eight. Oof. Starting season two strong. Um, no, you look around, and I mean, before you had seen the um, the ruins of the city that expanded for quite a ways. It's a, it's a large city, but it's so large that you're not really able to see that much past it. Not anything but horizon. It's all desert. No. It's not even desert per se, as it is. It's almost like scorched earth. Hmm. But it's not desert in the sense of having sand. It's it's dry, cracked ground, rocks. Um, any vegetation that there would have been is just withered away and dead and dry like sticks. Any other ruins or edifices that I can see in the in the horizon? Uh, plenty all around you in this city. Um, mm. How far that expands, you haven't explored. And I don't know if I can get this with my perception check, but are we in the outskirts of the city or like in the middle of the city or like where with a, are we with an eight hard to hard to perceive yeah great <laughs> okay i'm gonna make my way back okay did we find anything in the books did we <laughs> you had looked briefly in the books before okay. um I believe you had rolled something like a six. It was not very high, okay. and no, you did not find any it's other than that rolls. little bit of information about the god Stith. Um, okay. Not not much of that per would potentially pertain to what's going on here. Is Erevin still looking through the books? He is, yep. He's still rummaging, kind of head down, just going as fast as he can through things. How's it going over there, my dude? <sighs> it's just, I'm trying to find what, what he was... Yeah, and he just kind of keeps, like, not even hardly acknowledging you. I'm gonna check Mekin's robes 
Okay. Uh, roll an investigation check. That went great last time, so. Okay, that's good. Investigation, you said? Yep. 21. 21, okay. You rifle through Mekin's body a bit. Um, you find a dagger or two. Um, you find a couple different holy symbols, a little bit of coin, um, little scraps of paper, nothing written on them. Um, he is wearing a ring around his middle finger of his right hand, um, which is incredibly polished, um, almost like a almost like a like a mirrored polish to it. Um, no scratches or anything on it. It's very clean, which is kind of a little little standoutish. Um, but other than that, you don't really find anything. Do I know if it's magic? I've seen magic things before. You have, and I mean it's fairly good guess, although what type of magic it is, hard to tell, but it's a good guess that there's some some sort of enchantment on this. I'm going to take the ring and leave everything okay. else. Okay. Um, as you're beginning to pull the ring off of his finger, you hear, ha! Ah! And you turn around, you look up and see Erevin kind of rushing towards you, like, leave the boy alone! Erevin, it, I understand your sentiments, but we need answers and we need to get out of here. I said, and he begins to conjure a little bit of flame in his hand. Leave the boy alone. I let go of his hand. What is your plan, Edwin? I don't know. He was all I had. I'm sorry. What was he doing? I don't know. He turns around and goes back to the papers. I'm gonna go by him. Can I help you look for anything? Can I be of assistance? I, at this point, you need all the help you can take. If you can find anything that would get us home or anything about the, the, the golem he was building or the abyss, anything that would give us clues to what was going on here. Erevan, now look at the books. The boy has a ring on him. Can you look at it? Maybe it was corrupting him in some way. All right. Kind of turns around, heads over to the to Mechan very gingerly kind of takes his hand and begins studying the ring. Takes a few moments to do that. And I call Siki over. Hey, Siki. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I don't, how do I say this? I don't know how to read that well. And I've seen you read before, so maybe you can help me a little bit. Yeah, I, I can try. What are we looking? I know we have we have we looked through these pile of books because I know you read through some books, but have we read through these ones? DM, have we gone through these? <laughs> these books? Um, probably not. There's a good number of piles, okay. so I'll say this is a fresh pile of books. Okay. Yeah, let, let's look at them. Um, investigation. I can read. Gamor, Gamor you, you can read as well. Do you want to help me? Yeah, look? I can. I can help. Yeah, sure. So, is anyone trained in Arcana? Siki, you probably are. How would I know that? <laughs> uh, proficient in, so the little dot yes. next to the... Yeah. Okay. Anyone else proficient in Arcana? Okay. 
Gamor, go and make an investigation check. Um, okay. Siki, you can make investigation or Arcana. Okay. And I'll Hyde, do. you can make an investigation, but it's a disadvantage because you're not terribly literate. I'm gonna be flipping through the pages looking okay. for pictures. There are plenty of pictures and symbols, so it's it's not a lost cause that you might come across something, but it's a disadvantage. What type of role is it? Investigation for you. You said Arcana for me? Or Investigation, your choice. Okay, I'll do Arcana. Uh, okay. It was 19. 19? Okay. Good I got, I got 14. Oh. 14 for both of you? Double 14. <laughs> that was great. Um, okay. So the two of you find, uh, you know, the Morgan and Hyde a good amount of different literature on different spells. You do find um, a couple pictures, Hyde, that depict something along the lines of what this flesh golem may have made, the, the stitching together of pieces. Um, and Gamorg, you kind of come over and read, and yeah, it's it's instructions on how to build one of these things. And it's, a lot of it goes over your head. It's very high level magic, very high level magic. Siki, <laughs> um, you are looking through and you also find a book that talks about golems. But it's talking about golems as a host for a spirit, for a soul. About the possession of such an edifice by creatures or, or spiritual beings from other realms to be able to be a part of this realm um, without necessarily having to possess a, another person and overtake their will. And the, the golem body is burned to a crisp? You burnt it to, the, to a crisp, yep. Well, that's good though, right? We don't want any evil spirits attacking us. Remember feels like a year ago now we found out about <laughs> the god Stith, is that his name? Yep. The god of yeah. pestilence? He wanted to return to the material plane. Do you think that's what he was trying to do with the golem? Because what, what I'm reading here in this, you know, in this scroll over here looks like a golem was a host for some kind of spirit. Especially one that's on a different plane. Right, but, I mean, he was trying to do that, and we stopped him, right? So it's over? Or is it not that simple? I mean, we destroyed the host, but what if the spirit was on this realm? Can you look for spirits? I don't know. I've never tried. <laughs> I, I can't. I can tell you that right now. Let, let me look in my things and see. Can, can I close my eyes and I, can I try really hard to feel an evil spirit around Yeah, me? yeah. You close your eyes, you twitch your whiskers a little bit in your tail. Yeah. And yeah, no. Nothing. Don't even get to make a roll. No, it's okay. it's like the it's like the scene from from Last Jedi where where Luke is like tickling her hand with the with the the leaf. It's like oh, that's sure. the force. That's the force. <laughs> Alright. Well, I, I have something called Detect Evil and Good, but it's only within 30 feet, so I don't think I can do that. 
Um, well, maybe we can get close to the to the burnt column. Maybe. If the ghost is here, maybe he's hanging out by that thing. And maybe I'll have I'll want to get the new host, so maybe we shouldn't get near it, right? If we like take some dirt and throw it over there, will we see the dirt bounce off of him? I'm not sure I that's how spirits it. work, but you can try. I'm gonna take a handful of dirt or dust okay. and just throw it over the golem. Make a dexterity check. Um. That is a 21. A 21. Perfectly tossed. Disperses just a little bit, just to make sure that, you know, it wasn't just one little spot, and it just passes through the air. Doesn't hit a spirit. Mm. So no spirit. So that's great. Maybe. Well, maybe. Erevan, have you found anything with the ring? Can you can you detect its magic? After about this long, um, about ten minutes that he's been working on it, um, he does kind of sit back and go. This starts to explain things. This is a ring of mind shielding. Hmm. He's he's not supposed to. We have these in the temple, amongst other artifacts. He wasn't supposed to have this. Edvin, I think you might want to start thinking about the fact that he was not an innocent boy, but that he was someone else, and that you didn't know him completely. That that creature, his his toad. That was not a toad. That could have been corrupting him. I've known him since he was a young, young boy. He got that thing a couple years ago. From where? Showed up with it one day. It was invisible when it left. I tried to find it and I couldn't. If it can make itself look like other things, it could be anything and anywhere at this point. It's a lost cause looking for that. Unless it wants to find us. He kind of reaches up and touches his throat, which is a little healed from the magic, but like the thing, there's still like marks and everything from where the thing had been biting him on the throat. Edevan, do you have any idea of what we are right now? I do not. I am far out of my depths at the moment. I am not, I said this before, I am not an adventuring or battling cleric. I am spent my life at the temples. Kind of looks around at the, the ruins about him and he's like, this is all quite something out of a, out of a scroll, is it not? Um, Gamord, Siki, I don't know about you, but I think that maybe we just need to look around the city, see if we can see any toads, 
I don't know what other course of action there is. I mean, we looked through the books and we learned there's, what we learned. There's a lot here, and if Mekin was learning magics beyond what I could have taught him, or I wouldn't have taught him, there, this must be where he was learning it. There's, There must be something in these piles of papers that would tell us how to get back. I can... I can give the boy a burial, and then I can look through these while you scout the city. Okay. I go over and just kind of like pat him on the shoulder and then kind of looks up at you and, and then I walk away. <laughs> I go, I walk next to the morgue. You know, you stab his boy in the face. That was pretty. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> I did bad. quite a number on him. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, he was, he was not an innocent boy, though. I don't know. It's just my opinion. He sent you here, right? Yeah. He was trying to kill us, so I don't know. I just instinct kicked in. I mean, he was making like some, he was talking about something, but I've always heard that if you let a bad guy speak for a long time, then you miss a chance. And I just kind of shot him. Do you think that was the right call? Well, it was the call that, that, I mean, that that happened and we won, so that's all that matters. Okay. I'm okay with that. Should we go look through the city? Let's do it. Sure. You see Erevin on his hands and knees, kind of next to Mech, and just beginning to dig into the dirt with his hands, like, trying to shove dirt out of the way. He kind of pulls out a small little knife, and like, he doesn't even, like, his eyes aren't even really, like, focusing on anything. He just seems to be in shock, like, trying to dig some sort of a makeshift grave. Maybe we should probably help Erevin. Yeah. He seems a little distraught. I, um, may have a shovel. Can I? Yes, I have, I have a shovel. Okay. Can I go up to Erevin? Yeah. Erevin. Yes. We will put him to rest, but tomorrow we do need to talk to him. So we can try to give him some peace tonight, but we can't bury him tonight. I looks around. Can we at least, I don't know, not to be morbid, but prop him in the corner over there. There's like a little part of the, the, the raised stairway and everything that kind of creates a little corner down on the ground. Um, not leave him just lying here in his own blood. You can do that. Are there any like loose rocks around? Uh, various ones of, you know, small handful size, hand size. Okay. Can I help him carry Mechan over there and then kind of start yeah. piling up rocks a little bit? Okay. Yeah, so you kind of both bring the body and kind of scooch it up against, kind of sort of half-sitting against the, the corner, um, and you begin to pull rocks that direction. Not to be morbid, but Gamor, like, stabbed him in the face or something. Mm -hmm. Does he still have a mouth? Uh, so it is... <laughs> 
There's there's a mouth. Okay. The Joker mouth. But well, one side, like there's just a massive like double gash, and like some of the flesh is a little like peeled back. Okay. Um, it's it's pretty grotesque. Did a number on him. You did. So, I have a question. Do I remember where um, Mekin kept the toad? Because he showed it to us once. Was it like <laughs> under his sleeve or was it in his shoulder or something it like kinda that? It kind of was, yeah, it would kind of either be like, you know, under his, like in, in the, the breast of his robe or like a little up on the shoulder, kind of like tucked in here where he could kind of keep it hidden a little bit. Okay. I don't know if this is going to lead to anything, but I'm going to take a dagger that I have and just cut out a little square in that breast area because I want to okay. use that for tracking of the toad if it'll help us out. Okay, smart. smart. I'll explain right. that to to Erevin so he doesn't think I'm doing okay. something. He's, that's, that's fine, yeah. All right. Can we cover him with something? Do we have any blankets or something? Me, like ropes or blankets or something. I'm sure I get a rope, maybe. Actually, I mean, you would have had your packs on you because you had just come back from adventuring when you when you came here. So whatever your inventory would would hold. I mean, I have a bedroll. Yeah, I mean, you could kind of pull that out and kind of place it over him a little bit. Yeah. I, I stop Siki before she does that. I'm like, let me use mine. So it's the least I can do. And I like put mine on there. Okay. Cover him up. After a couple of minutes, after having him covered up, Erevin seems to get his composure a little bit. He's still pale and shaken, um, but not having to look directly at the sight of the dead boy seems to help appease the mind a little bit. And he begins working through the papers, working through the books. He's got a tiny little pair of spectacles that he's pulled out and from his robes and put on. And he's just, he's a little more methodical now. Like he's actually gotten the chair and sat down and has a stack next to him and is beginning to work through scanning quickly, looking for any magic that might help. So should we just go out in the city then? Yeah, let's go for it. What are we looking for? I mean, I know that I'm looking for an invisible toad, but that's going to be near impossible, so. I say we just explore a little bit and see what's out there. We do have a giant Luna. She is an imposing figure right now. Twice her normal size, where she already would have come up to head height. Do I know if she's going to be able to carry all three of us? Because I know she can carry two people when she's normal. Yeah, you would. I mean, you looking at her, you would imagine that she could carry all three. She's big. <laughs> will she let us carry her, or let? Will she Probably carry us? Probably won't let us carry her, but she'll she'll let us climb on top. I'm sure. Okay. Isn't that right, Greg? Girl, and I give her a few pat in her. She got us there. <sighs> Here, climb up, and then I help. Gamar first, you're going in the way back. I give, I give you a boost. Okay. So climb. Cool. I will say, just because of the nature of her being large and new people and everything, um, Hyde, give me an animal handling check. 
just to keep her appeased. No whammies, no whammies, no whammies. Okay, I have to look at my animal handling. Oh, I have great animal handling. That's amazing. Um, 19. 19. Okay, no problem. She's receptive to your commands. Um, and before long, the three of you are on her back. Great. So I give her the little piece of cloth that I mm -hmm. grabbed. Um, and I just see if she can follow a trail. Yeah. Go ahead and roll a perception check for Luna as she tries to use her her nose to pick up on that trail. Okay. And I just got to look at her stats real quick. Perception, you said? Yep. Okay. She has advantage on perception, and I don't need it because I just got a natural 20. Nice. Natural 20. Okay. And perception for her is plus six. So 26 okay. total. Okay. So she sniffs it and then... <sighs> And you all have to grab on tight to some of those bone spines that come out of the back of her. Um, and oh, I forgot. She has bone spines, so watch out for all that. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the heads um, up. <laughs> she goes tearing off in a direction, um, in a bit of a southwestern direction in the city. And she's kind of stops every once in a while and sniffs and keeps going. And about five minutes in, all of a sudden she stops and begins convulsing. Oh, no. Oh, no. And the, you are all bucked off of her as the potion of growth oh, lapses. Okay. And she oh. magically shrinks down to her normal size. Oh, my God. But you all, you can all make deck saves if you want to try and not be thrown ass over tea kettle, but you are all getting thrown uh, as she as she reverts back to her normal size. Woof. Uh, 19. I got a 15. Okay. Gamorg? 11. 11? Okay. Uh, Y'all land decently enough. Gamorg, you kind of hit the dirt pretty hard. Um, you don't take any damage from it, but it's 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 not a graceful landing. So now you have a normal-sized Luna who still has the trail, though. After a moment, she kind of, you know, gathers herself a little bit and kind of comes over to you and is a little, like, a little freaked out. She's kind of whimpering a little bit. Like, it's okay. Uh -huh. It's okay. And I pet her a little bit, make sure she's okay. After a moment, kind of give her the cloth to smell again. She starts to pick back up on it. Um, and yeah, she kind of charges off at a good clip southwest. I guess they're running. You all begin to run. After a time, she comes to a small burnt out hut. Um, a little bit of a rectangular building um, that the roof is completely gone and it is just kind of whatever stone was left there. Um, anything inside is, is completely gone as well, um, just burned away. And she kind of does that thing where she kind of comes up to the door and then just... You got something good? Good girl. And I'm gonna... Um, I'll, I'll wait for the two to catch up and... I think we got something here. Get your weapons at the ready. And I take out my sword. Okay. And I'm gonna kick open the door. Okay. You kick open the door and you look inside. Make a perception check. 20. A 20. 20. 
you look around and you see kind of the, the burnt out husk of a, of a small house. There's like a, a table that has been kind of charred and broken in on itself. Um, there's a bed that is like just kind of all burned away, little bits of cloth kind of f flying off in the breeze. No people, no little imp creatures, no toads. A couple bugs crawl along the wall. Off to the side, you see a, a centipede and um, a spider kind of going off, kind of spooked by your sudden entrance into their previously quiet abode. Is there any sign of living here? Can I tell that maybe is this where he was staying, perhaps, or something? Not any sign of, of living. There's no, like, recent tracks or any food or anything like that. Um, yeah, nothing that you can tell. What's Luna doing? Luna is still growling at the door. At the door? Like... She's in the doorway, growling, like looking yeah. inside. She's actually a little too big to like get in comfortably um, into this this doorway. How big is this from the outside, like this building? I mean, it's probably like ten by twenty. Okay. It's it's small. Okay. I'm gonna try something. Let me see something real quick. Okay. I'm going to try detect thoughts with my medallion of thoughts. Okay. It has three charges, then I use one. Actually, it's a new day, so I have all three. Okay. Um, you have to put it towards one creature that you can see within 30 feet of you. So, great. creatures that you can see are yeah. Gamorg, Hyde, Seeky, Spider, and Centipede. Um, yeah. I forget, okay. can you... Just, just because I have it, I'm going to look at Gamorg. Okay. What are his surface level thoughts? What are your surface level thoughts, Gamork? Um, I'm thinking about food um, <laughs> and when we're going to eat again and what we're going to eat. Mostly questions. <laughs> On brand. <laughs> and then I can, I think I can only focus on one person, so I don't think it transferred. Person to person. Good thing you used it on me. I got some good <laughs> intel. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, can can I try something? Um, sure. And also, you can't use the detect thoughts on Luna, right? Um. Because you'd also have to. I be think able we to talked speak. about that before. I feel like we uh, talked it depends about on it. Luna's intelligence level. No, you can use it on things that don't necessarily speak. Okay. Um, it's just if it has an intelligence of three or lower, it doesn't have any effect on them. So like, you know, a fish, you're not going to get anything from it. But a fairly intelligent beast, potentially. Oh, she is not smart. Okay. <laughs> nope. Okay. Nope. Okay. Um, can I? So we're still standing at the doorway. You are. Luna's growling at the doorway. Yep. Nobody's gone in yet. Her hair's just up. You I guys have kind of. I came in because I bust through the door. That's yeah, right. you kind of like just inside this little burnt out hut. Okay. Can I try um, detect magic? Mm -hmm. And I'm going to see within 30 feet of me if there's anything magical. Okay. You cast detect magic. 
you sense a faint aura of magic coming from over in the corner. Like the far right-hand corner. What school of magic is it? Um, let me look that up real quick. Curveball. You'll never know in the end. Uh, transmutation. Hmm. If I only knew what that meant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm going to kind of like whisper to everybody like, there's something in that corner. And it's got something to do with transmutation. I'm not super familiar with that that brand of magic, but I think you can turn a burger into a pizza with transmutation. So it might be uh, off can. Can we learn this magic? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna slowly approach the corner. Gamari, come here too, so we can flank yeah, yeah. The, the corner. Okay. You both begin to approach into the corner. There is a small side table. Okay, there's a small side table. Some cobwebs. That little centipede kind of crawls up the wall. It's in that direction. Wait, I grab, I grab the centipede. Okay. Is, is centipede. that where the aura is coming yep. from? In that direction. Make a, uh, make a dex... Check. Sneaky, sneaky. Not on my watch. Uh, you said dex what? Yep. Uh, just a dex check. You're, you're reaching out to try and grab. Uh, 14. 14. Let's see what a centipede can roll for dex. <laughs> Ooh, interesting. Okay. You go to like grab at it, nine. and it kind of does that thing that bugs do where it skitters real fast, and your hand misses it, and it begins to head, and it through a little crack in the stone and disappears oh. into the wall. Uh, yeah, those things taste pretty good in a pinch. It's too bad. <laughs> I think it might be the toad, Gamark. When, oh. when it was skittering away, did I see, like, the glowing around it? Uh, you, don't, you don't, like, see a glow so much as you kind of get, like, a radar ping, but it did move. Well, it says I see a faint aura around the creature oh. or object. Then I am. St I stand corrected. Uh, you did, yes. Around the the caterpillar, the centipede. The yep. centipede. Okay, I'm gonna take my warhammer and just smash it <laughs> wherever that was. Okay. Wherever I saw Roll it go an through, like, smacking a spider. Yep. Gosh, what do I do? You rush do up again? just as it goes into the crack. Oh no! <laughs> so I just add my my hit. Uh, it's like a regular warhammer attack. No. Seven. <laughs> Seven. Okay. I mean, you hit the wall. Um, but you kind of glance off it a little bit and you're not sure that you like, like you didn't like break a hole okay. in or anything. Like you kind of just chipped a piece off. The what floor. are these walls made out of? Uh, it's like old stone. Can I still see it through? Uh, no, you can't see. I mean, you can sense it, but you can sense it crawling through the wall and out the other side. So I can see it within, unless it's a foot of stone, an inch mm -hmm. of metal, lead or three feet of wood or dirt so at this point just as it gets to the other side of the wall it's a foot of stone away and it disappears okay but i saw kind of it went around the corner mm -hmm. okay yep you had it you saw it head out to the outside okay oh my god i'm gonna say it went this way Parody. and turn around and 
run out. Okay. Haul ass around the outside and head around. Uh, make a perception check as you look for a bug. On the I'm gonna bring Luna. I'm gonna bring Luna too. Sixteen. Uh, Sixteen. Um, and you still have detect magic up, right? Yeah, it's ten minutes. Okay. You do not see the centipede. What you do see with your detect magic is a faint outline of some other bipedal creature, small, running. Like in the woods? Like, well, there's no woods, but like running oh, into, oh, the, right. into the wasteland. Let's go, baby. All right. I'm going to say it's this way. And I'm just going to just start running. And she's the only one. She's the only one that can see the, the yep. glow, right? Oh, yep. yeah. you're, just getting a, you're just getting a ping, but you can't actually see a creature at this point. Can I send Luna after it? Because it still has a scent. It um, does. Luna's speed is 50. Okay. Um, so yeah. Go get In that case, you sick Luna out there. And I'm going to say her scent allows her to track this thing. It's going to still be difficult to, like, pinpoint it, right? Because she can't see mm -hmm. it. Um, mm -hmm. I will say go ahead and roll... Uh, she, she's able to catch up with it speed-wise, so I would say go ahead and roll an attack at disadvantage. Oh, natural one. Oh, oh no. She cool, bites into the dirt and kind of does that flip-over thing. Uh, she, like, goes down a little too hard um, and kind of gets up and shakes herself off and starts sniffing the air trying to trying to track it again. Um, Siki, are you running after it as well? Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm still... I'm not as fast as her, but I'm like... Yeah. No, no, what is your speed? it went that way. 30. 30? Yeah. Okay. It is, it's a fast little bugger. Okay. Um, it is getting away from you at full speed, um, but you're still like, you're getting, you're keeping it just on the edge of your detect magic field. Okay. Um, but it's starting to gain ground and, and you're going to lose it soon. Can I, I don't know if she's going to let me do this. Can I try to like hop onto Luna and be like, go, go girl, go get it. An animal handling check. Oh can I can I help with that? Like, can I grab Luna and like oh. steady her? Maybe. Oh no, I'm well. I'm just as fast as Siki. So yeah, I he is very fast. Yeah, is, he is very fast. Is he helping? I will say he's helping. You're gonna lose a little time with the both of you trying to like. I'm trying to get her. Luna. Up. Yeah, yeah, but okay. you can roll again. What was it the first time? One. <laughs> it was a one. Uh -huh. oh, yeah, take I figured it, it had to have been. Dude. Okay. Um, so with advantage this time, or use the one? Well, no, whatever your second roll was. Okay. You rolled well, the second advantage. one was just 16, so 18. So. <laughs> 18. Okay. With Hyde's help, you get uh, yourself up there, and uh, you kind of point Luna in the direction. Yeah, I have no way of like, guiding her. I'm just like... Yep. Good luck. Hang on tight. Hang on just tight. Like holding on like this way. No, yep. no. I'm just running it a lot behind. <laughs> I'm going to run after them too. Everybody's just tearing through the wasteland after something invisible, <laughs> which after a moment, um, you do begin to gain ground again. Luna is faster than this creature. Okay. Um, you are going to, you're about to get close enough to take an attack or cast a spell, whatever you want to do. Okay. Um... Oh, hold on. Is this... Yeah, it's concentration. So... I guess I'm gonna hold... Um, I don't want to kill it, but... 
I'm just gonna hold my warhammer. Okay. And just wait till I can. You're get... just holding the warhammer. Yeah, just like trying to get close enough to take a swing at it. Okay. Would Luna be going for another attack? I sick the. I sick yeah. her on it. So yeah, yeah, she is. So roll, uh, roll another attack with disadvantage for Luna. Um. Fifteen to hit. Fifteen to hit. Okay, that mm-hmm. does hit. Go ahead and roll damage. Oh boy. Okay. Twelve. Twelve points. <laughs> she bites out, and all of a sudden, you see materializing in her mouth the limp, unconscious form of some sort of creepy looking little demon creature with these long jagged ears and sharp little bitey teeth, little claws on its hands and a long tail, lizard-like tail. Yes. Uh, and it is, it's, she's got it, she killed it. You're such a good girl. Such a good girl. I'm gonna catch up to her. Drop. She's kinda Drop. getting to chew on it. Drop it. No, I don't want her to chew on it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna command her to drop it. Okay, she'll listen to you, she drops it. Backs okay. off. Good. It is. Good. It's dead. Wow. I just realized that that doesn't help us any, right? <laughs> I mean, I don't really know what we we were expecting it to do. <laughs> we keep killing things <laughs> that we're supposed to interrogate. Okay, I'm gonna look at the. I'm gonna look at the creature. Is it, I, you already described it, so okay. It's not—it's it's nothing like I've seen before, right? No, it is. Um, It—it's—it's it's bipedal, um, you know, so it's you know its front legs are, are a little more hand-like. Um, it's got little jagged claws, kind of like this greenish-gray. Whole thing's about you know yay big, um, you know, the size of a pumpkin or something like that. Um, and it—it's got this long lizard-like tail, these large kind of. Um, teardrop-shaped jagged ears and then, yeah, all the teeth are, like, it's got, got like a little bit of a turned-up nose, and then all the teeth are just, like, these tiny little razor-like teeth in its mouth. Like a piranha. Yuck. Maybe we can bring it to Erevin and he can tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, maybe it's in one of his books somewhere. And you can't speak to it right now? Not right now. I am tapped out. <laughs> Me as well. Okay. I look around. Are we just in the middle of a... You're in the middle like... of the ruins. No defining features. Hmm. It's just burnt out buildings. Does Luna know how to get back? Does she know how to get back? I don't know. We'll have to see. um between the four of you uh and you know you're you're good trackers and whatnot i know reorientating yourself to the sun and finding your way back is 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 doable okay i don't need luna's help to get back i can track we left tracks in the dirt they're right here oh look tracks yeah so handy oh yeah that's our footprints you see okay um, while we're walking back, can I look for any vermin or any small critters that 
I can maybe hunt. Mm -hmm. Make a uh, perception or survival check. My choice. Okay. Your choice. What am I better at? Oh, I'm really good at survival. 17. 17. Uh, you keep an eye out, and you don't, I mean, other than a couple other bugs, you don't see any sort of creatures anywhere. Hmm. <laughs> um, so I'm going to reach into my bag, and I'm going to take a bit of rations, and I'm going to, without saying anything, just give something to Kamari. Slide it over to him. Thanks, some, some Some beef jerky. Nice. I'm like, so, you know, uh, I got to say, that, that little guy, I don't think we missed out on much with uh, as far as conversation goes. I've seen some pretty weird creatures in this land, and I've tried to have conversations with a lot of them, and it does not go well, so. Good to know. What's the weirdest... Have you seen it? The weirdest thing you've seen? Oh, man. Uh, Andrew, what's... Uh, what's Go for it, Joe. Be, okay. Go for it, Joe. You <laughs> tell me what the weirdest up. thing in the wasteland you've seen. Well, I saw this one thing that I don't know how many eyes it had because there were some that were behind fur and things, and I... It was... All eyes. I mean, it was terrible. It was how, I, how I, big? Very large. Uh, it was uh, about this much bigger than Luna. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, much bigger. Um, on four on four legs. At least uh, it might have been six. There are a lot of six-legged things around here. It's weird. It's very strange. Um, it, and you just tried to have a conversation with it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was just like laying around and I walked up to it and it was just staring at me with all its eyes. And I was like, hello. And he did not like that and uh, immediately just tried to kill me. So I ran away. Hmm. Did you kill him? No, I didn't even want to go there. I just ran, so. Well, hopefully we don't run into that. Yeah, hopefully not. Because that sounds <laughs> He awful. was really far away. I don't know. Hopefully you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, I killed him. I turned around and killed him. He's no, you no, you yeah. no, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Is that where the bacon came from? Nope. No. Nope. <laughs> that had many legs, too, but uh, that was different. It was much smaller. <laughs> cool. Alright, we'll keep walking. Making okay. our way back. After a while, you do make your way back where Ervin is deep into stacks of books um, and has just kind of got piles that he's kind of discarded off to the side. He's got a new stack. He's actually on the ground now, kind of sitting cross-legged, like kind of going through things, has abandoned the chair. Um, and he kind of sees you coming, huh, and then just goes right back to what he's doing. Seems to be going well. Should we interrupt him to tell him about this or no? Uh, hey, Erevan. Yeah, yes. Do, do you remember the little demonic thing you said was, like, influencing your friend? Yes, I do. Uh, this wouldn't be it, would it? Ah! He kind of backs up and, like, 
Oh, it's dead. Papers go flying a little bit as he kind of sees it. <sighs> it's dead. I th yeah, it's dead. Oh. Shouldn't have done... No, don't do it like that next time. Start with, we killed the thing, here's the body. Okay. <sighs> we killed the thing, here's the body. Thank you. And here it is. <sighs> have you Good. seen this I'm before? I'm glad it's dead. That's pretty I, much No, it. I've never seen anything like it before. It's, uh... Seeky, I mean, bring the... it, bring it. Seeky, bring it to me. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Here you go. Uh, so he kind of takes it, looks it over. Uh, come here. Okay. And the two of you begin to look at it, um, both being Arcana clerics. Um, he kind of talks with you a little bit, and you kind of examine the different parts of it and everything. Um, and before long, it's, you know, you're able to decipher that this is some sort of a tiny fiend, um, a demonic creature. While they're doing that, can I take Gamorg um, and I, I say, do you want to go hunt something for dinner? Yeah. Let's do All that. Right, let's do it. And I take Luna and we go without them noticing. Okay. Uh, are you trying to sneak away? Sure. Okay. I'll say they're pretty head down. Um, roll stealth checks with advantage. Fifteen. Fifteen. Twenty for me, and eighteen for Luna. And Siki, what's your passive perception? think it's any of those. <laughs> I don't think so. Twelve. Just to be sure. Twelve. Yeah, you don't notice them leave. Okay. Um, and neither does Aravin. So the two of you stealth away. Mm -hmm. 